Hi. Welcome to Alternative Jigsaw. I'm Tony, and I'm here to help work with you on your adventure in alternative education. Here's where we're going to learn more about ourselves, more about our students, and learn how to innovate. This is a platform for you to be asking questions, for us to answer them, and for us to go through and slog as much as we can together and find out just how wonderful our world really can be. This is a podcast about successes. It's a podcast about trials, tribulations, and finding joy at the end of the road. Won't you join me? Here we go. Hi there. Welcome back. So this week, we're going to talk about feedback and scoring and or grading. Two very essential pieces of the puzzle of teaching. So let's talk about how we do that. So in the last two episodes, we discussed rolling out the curriculum, creating the space, making our work accessible for all students to understand and to process for a successful and thoughtful means of publishing their work. We also discussed creating some incentives that really don't go beyond what is happening in the classroom, but building a community, positive relationships, and a dialogue in which the learner is just as important as the person delivering the information in a lesson. These are critical to having a successful class that builds success in the students and also maintains a safe environment where students can find that failure is actually helpful rather than demeaning and destructive. We are learning that there is no one panacean factor that will achieve the Eden of learning, but there are several that we need to find flexibility with every day, every hour, every minute, every student. This is pretty much a teaching cardio lesson for our brains and psyches. So when we think of feedback, we think of offering critical comments that will help that person being evaluated. This also means thinking in terms of constructive criticism. Because if it's non-constructive, then all you're doing is tearing somebody down. If it's constructive, think about that, construction you build. So constructive criticism is feedback that helps that person become better. And that's what we want. So when we're working with our students, we need to build up to being direct at times. Uh, it's fine to begin with a little sugar. In fact, having just a little bit of sugar helps all the time. But finding ways to deliver messages can be frustrating as we don't want to squash any progress we've made with any student. There is a fine line here. And as we grow in our relationship with the learner, we must respect that line and respect them and their work. Granted, there are times when we bite our tongues, and because of this, there are times that we are unable to speak. But if we listen and observe more than we speak, we gain far more. I'm going to talk about this in a little bit, a little bit further. 
it's a it's one of the essentials so how might we offer feedback that is wanted needed and useful for the student well let's figure this out i'm going to give you an example that might seem extreme for your students but if you listen follow along and practice you'll discover it works with all students so you shouldn't need to adapt too much and if you do end up or if you have students who are in horrendous situations, who are sort of skittish shy, then this is one way to start working with them. So here we go. Pepsi comes to class with their work done every day, but that doesn't mean it's done well because Pepsi needs far more security than the average student because their family situation is tenuous. They've been hauled away by children's services many times because of abuse. So this means that when I offer them feedback, it needs to be on target, available for them to hear and understand, and safely given so they can make attempts to make it better. So let's show an example of one way that I can fine to make this easy for them to access, to listen to, and to run with it. So Pepsi says, here's my work, Mr. Tony. I say, thank you, Pepsi. Do you mind if I have a look at it right now while you're here? Pepsi looks at me and concerned and says, is it okay? Well, I say, I just want to be sure that you understand everything. Now, keep in mind, this is during a portion of the class in which the other students are doing something else, and Pepsi isn't on stage. Maybe we're behind closed doors for an office, but um, and there's a window, doors unlocked, everything is safe. But in fact, no one even notices that this interaction is happening because they're all just too busy chatting and working. Yes, I suppose that's okay, they say. I look over the papers and I point out something that sends out a flag. Perhaps it's grammar or a fact that isn't quite right. Maybe they made a mistake in a mathematical problem. Or maybe there's a thought that doesn't even belong. What's this? I ask calmly. I don't understand. Can, can you explain it to me? Oh, no, Pepsi exclaims. That wasn't supposed to be in there. I, I, I was confused and I accidentally put that in. Oh, my goodness. I am so embarrassed. I look at them with a smile and say, well, how can we fix this? Can I look it all over and redo it? It's going to be late. I am. It's really going to be late then. And, and I don't know what to do. No, it's okay. It's okay. You handed it in on time and I gave it back to you so that you can take it and you can fix it. Just let me know when you're going to be ready to hand it in so we can go over it. And if we need to make any other adjustments, we can. So you're good. Pepsi takes the paper and goes back to their seat sheepishly. They know this is just between us and they know I want them to be successful. I've also given them more time, and I've even expressed trust that they can figure out how to fix it. But they also know 
that I'm there to help if necessary. That's my job, isn't it? If I cannot meet with the students in the beginning, I write questions. I circle parts of the paper, the problems. Generally, I don't point out exactly what's wrong. And then I try to conference with them in order to make sure that they have privacy and confidence. I'm there to help not tear down. And I'm there to offer constructive and critical feedback. They trust that. They want to do better. Some students take longer than others to see me as a beacon and a help, but once they do, the relationship needs to build and the fabric of trust cannot be torn. And if it is, even if we mend it, there's still going to be a little scar. So we need to be very, very careful with that. So before you tear that trust, think, do you have other options that are there? Just make sure that your feedback is on point, agreed upon, necessary, and constructive. Now, let's get into this. Through dialogues, we are able to build relationships that allow us to be more frank as we go forward, but you need to have that foundation of trust built with strong supports before you do become frank. Or maybe you need to just to make a point. The operative word in here is dialogue. Too often, I have colleagues, I have administrators who tell me, yes, we had a chat. I mean, parents will say, I will have a chat with my kid. It's not a chat. It's a lecture. Have a dialogue. Talk to them. These students are far brighter than you're going to give them credit for. We don't necessarily have to allow them to sass us or to give us odd reasons for why they did what they did. But, you know, it's like, what did you do here? What's going on here? My students know that I'm not going to yell at them. Why? Because they come in and tell me about this. Tell me about you toilet papering another teacher's house over the weekend. What's, tell me about it. What happened? They'll tell me. It might take a few tweezers to pull out the truth, but it happens. And then we talk about it. I'm not going to lecture them. What do you think you need to do now? Because there's that system of trust. I'm treating them as a human being. I'm not treating them as a mean and terrible parent. All right. So that helps build the foundation. That's part of the foundation that we have. So with grading, this should be done in the same manner. Students should understand how you're grading them, why you're grading them, and in the manner that you're grading them, 
and assessing them. And they should be allowed the chance to rectify any mistakes or deficits they have. Allow them to fail and pick themselves back up. If you're giving them a multiple choice test and that's your manner of assessing them on what's going on, where's the, how do you know what was going on in their head? So give them a chance. Once again, allow them to fail and pick themselves back up and assess them in a way that's not just a quick convenience for you but actually allows them to demonstrate their thoughts and how they understand the material. Maybe you have a rubric that you follow along with every class period, or at least refer to and show as often as possible, not exceedingly. So it's ingrained upon their brain. Even have them help create some rubrics for assignments. And if things seem iffy, ask them to help you fix it. Always allow them to buy into the system, help create their system, as it were. Students should be allowed to achieve what and when they can. If a student is unable to make a deadline, then work with them to get there by somehow demonstrating the understanding of what the work was covering. This way you can ensure they will be able to move forward successfully while working on the delinquent assignment, which will still need to be done. Perhaps, though, this will create a teachable moment where a student might not understand and is terrified to hand something in. That won't pass. Perhaps this will create a teachable moment where a student might not understand whatever it is, and they're terrified to hand in something that won't pass. This is also about relationships. They don't want to fail you. So help them so you don't fail them. Send emails or phone calls home at least once a month for each student. I try to do one or two a day. These are about the positive things about them. An assignment, their attitude, anything. I also send thank you notes home to them so they know that I appreciate them. I pay for these out of my professional fund and the district pays the postage. And once you're in the swing of things, it happens regularly and your class will be far more engaged. So make sure that you're engaging all of your students in dialogues. If they come into you as spiny, prickly, poisonous, and tight-lipped, That's all about safety. And it's all about their trust level. And of course, don't be insulted. You don't know what they've gone through yet. But once they learn that you're a safe zone, they will begin to appear less imposing and more human. Trust me. Trust me. I've been through it hundreds of times. So think about it. How do you normally engage students? How do you normally give feedback? How often do you just sit down and chat with a student? What do you believe you need to practice? And what are your grading practices? After after we've covered all of that, let me tell you one thing. I had a student, this is Lord, they're middle-aged now. Um, 
I had a student who just seemed to be totally stoned out of his mind every time that he came to class. I had no idea. And one day I was sitting there working and I was thinking, well, I should probably go home. School had been out for about an hour and I was finishing up. And all of a sudden he came running into the room and he says, oh, good, you're here. And I said, what's going on? He said, can you help me write my paper? I said, for the assignment that's due tomorrow? And he said, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. And I got really caught up and I was thinking, oh, and I drove down from my house and I saw your car in the parking lot. So I thought, oh, good, 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 good. Hopefully he's there. We worked for an hour and a half that day. I had never had a dialogue with that student before. And at the end, I asked him, I said, what made you think that you could just come in here? And he said, because I know that you're helping. He said, I was just too lazy to come in before, but everybody says you're the teacher that we go to for help. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. He said, because you teach us all these things, but I want to do better. And I know I can do better. And I know that you're the one to help me do that. Well, I was, and I'm not doing this to shine my own star. Okay. It's because I dialogue with them. I talk to them and he just never really wanted to talk in class. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, we had a relationship and his grades started shooting up and we started talking. So never underestimate a student because you don't know what, where they're coming from or what their talents are or what their abilities are. They may surprise you. So that being said, we end another session. I hope that this was in, I'm trying to think of what the word is. I hope that this makes sense to you and that it helps you. And if it does, fantastic. So leave a review, leave a comment, subscribe. Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.